Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Happy Sunday, After Buzzers. Welcome back to another botched after show. It is season four, episode seven, Lumpy Lady lumps you don't want to miss this you're tuning into the destination for tv super fan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin welcome back i'm so excited to be here this week we decided to put on lovely lady lumps 2005 ladies where was everybody in 2005 oh god I, I dread to think. High school. It was high school, right? 2005? Just after. Now for I'm me. Just, I'm just, <laughs> dare we say. I was in middle school. Um, in, two, in 2005, I think I was like five years old. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I was, I was uh, definitely Totally kidding. All right, guys. So it's Lumpy Lady Lumps. We are talking duck lips, downward nipples, and of course, the witch knows. And before we get into that, I want to introduce my gorgeous co-host, starting off with Ashley, who is joining us for today's episode. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Ashley, and you can find me all over the internet at Ashley on camera. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be back. We, you can find me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliette. And I'm Anissa. You can find me on any social media site at Anissa Bar with three R's at the end. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and on Twitter at Lena Noy underscore, and I'm so excited to be back this week. Sorry I was not here last week, but I'm going to make up for it today. And we're going to start by talking about Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> wow. I mean, his lips, we're talking 11 syringes in two years. But they're not that big. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not big enough, apparently. So, Jonathan is has been tanning since the 11th grade. At least he's doing a spray tan and not an actual tan, so I'm all about that. He said he is looking to be fake because fake is perfection. He would be depressed if his lips weren't as big as they were because he doesn't want to be basic. Mm-hmm. So, girls, what was your first thoughts? Ashley, let's start off with you on Jonathan. Oh, my gosh, this guy. I mean, I love him because he's hilarious. I feel like everything he said was sort of like the perfect soundbite. You could not get a funnier <laughs> guy. So... Props to him for, like, owning his own ridiculousness and just owning the fact that he just is, like, he's a houseboy and he loves it and he's he owns that. So um, I think he's hilarious, first and foremost, but, whoa, those lips, they are big. I felt like they were just ready to, like, pop just looking at him. Can't imagine he'd actually want them any bigger. <laughs> you said he was so, like, out there and so extreme, but, again, like, you, how can you not love him? He's just embracing life in a twisted way but in his own way and like just killing it. <laughs> I, I'm, tr- I'm still trying to figure out what basic means. Um, I, I don't, I honestly don't understand what that really means. But his lips, they, I think they're fine. Like, I think they're fine. That's what I thought. He cut, his lips remind me of uh, Big Ange from Mob Wives. Mm-hmm. That big lips out there and I think he shouldn't do anymore. Well, the, uh, as we found out at the end of the episode, he, he can't do anymore. Yeah, so I believe so. When he was in the consultation, uh, what they basically said is that he has filled his lips so much that 
um, the, in part, the inner part of his lip that's supposed to be fully like wet at all times is now out touching the air. So that's why it's, he has extreme dryness. It's, it's interesting if you guys paid attention. He actually has those little like white bubbles. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I know, those are kind of like your, your glands and your lips. Mm-hmm. So his lips are so full that it's coming out to the surface. And they were extremely dry. Yeah. Like he must be putting chapstick on that. Like, all, all day, the time. Yeah. every day. But what I'm surprised is that his lips haven't ripped yet because if you looked like right in the center, it was so red. It looked like at any moment, his lips were gonna rip. Yeah, they're gonna Absolutely. burst. Yeah. They were gonna burst. That's crazy. And uh, like they, they even said, if you get some more, they're like all oh, the crazy side effects that could happen. His cheek goes black. Yeah. His lips are gonna die and fall out. And yet, he still. Think, I think he might go back. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, he can't even close his lips. You guys, that's like yeah. that's. Is that a question? That, that was kind of like a concern. Yeah. <laughs> Can you close your lips? He's like, yes. <laughs> I think he's um he's a classic case of somebody that um as Dr. Nasif said that he's about to go too far and because he hasn't seen the repercussions of it, he's still like crossing over that fine line. Yeah. Like the fact that he's telling him to his face that you could possibly hit that blood vessel that gives like coloring to your face and your whole face could go black and he's like, "Huh?" Okay, I still might go back. Now, I will say, though, I don't know how authentic he actually was. I feel like he just wanted to be on the show just to be on the show. So I wanted to know your girl's thoughts. Do you guys actually think after this he's going to go and still get his lips filled? Or do you think he just wanted to make a cameo on Botched? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Yes and no. Um, Excuse me. I think he did it because he'd be on the show because he could become a celebrity. That's... 15 minutes of fame and the way his personality the way he presents it kind of seems like it but in a way if he's saying that he's going to get his lips filler done 11 times and he wants to do it more then in a way it felt like he wasn't he was gonna keep going and hopefully he like stops when a doctor said it's enough is enough it's it you need to stop and at the end of the day uh, we hope well i hope that he doesn't go any further. Well, I had a question, which I kind of was wondering why the doctors didn't say this, and I would love to know what you girls think. But so, okay, there's two kinds of, for people who want bigger lips, like true confession, I have had my lips injected, okay? Now here for the world to know, I've had them injected um, twice, actually, and it never worked for me. It just, it didn't give me, like, the right shape. It didn't do anything, and then I'm like, this is ridiculous, because I'm just literally throwing money away, and it's not working. And a lot of the, the t- I went to two different doctors. I'm sure they weren't plastic surgeons. Um, but they said, because I didn't have the right lip shape, I could either just continue getting injections and it would just kind of look a little puffy, or they could put in basically implants, which I wondered, like, if he really wants that really full look, why couldn't he consider actual, like, implants? You know, like Kylie style? She, those aren't fillers. That's an, that's an actual implant. So I wondered why they hadn't recommended like an implant situation for him. I don't think um, Kylie's is an implant. I'll tell you, speaking also from personal experience, I'm always very open about things I've done in my past. Um, I've definitely tried lip fillers. I've, I've done them for a couple years. These are actually my real lips now because I had a very bad sensitivity reaction. And I would like to give a disclaimer that he is a very famous Beverly Hills doctor. So it's not a botched case where I went to somebody that wasn't certified. I, I cannot say his name just because that's not what the point that's not what the point of saying all this is it's just for anybody out there that's considering it you know you said yourself your lips they're constantly moving 
It's like you're not actually meant, I mean, no part of your body are you meant to put a filler in. It's like your body was made a certain way. You're supposed to embrace it. But I understand, you know, everyone has insecurities. I always wanted my lips to look bigger. And the doctor actually, what he did was he overfilled my lips. So what I had was a sensitivity reaction, which is why when I was watching Jonathan, mine were never as big as his, but they actually tore in the center. Like, I actually have photos. I wish... I would have brought them in, and I would have actually put them on the screen. Next episode, tune in. Next episode, right? No, because I genuinely don't want people to make the mistake I made. And he had overfilled, and his technique is that he didn't just fill your lips. He filled, because you know how you said, yeah, he filled the upper. So so then when you're looking from, like, a side profile, you don't have, like, that duck. But what ended up happening is, like I said, he overfilled. I had a complete allergic reaction to it. And then on top of that, he put what was Juvederm Ultima X, which is, like, the most potent, hard type of filler which is what I think Kylie puts in her lips and when you have something as you can see it keeps yapping and yapping and moving it's not meant to have something hard in it so I definitely think Kylie is is using some kind of thick material I don't think it's actually like a like a an actual implant implant because then you would have to have stitches and stuff like um, unless she had it from the inside I just don't think she had an implant I think she just did the very thick material and with Jonathan I really hope he stops Maybe we'll do a follow-up in a couple episodes and see if he actually followed through and did it. Because I'm telling you, his lips will rip. Yeah. And they were they were saying that, the doctors were saying that on top of it. They didn't, we've seen throughout the season, extreme people who want to go to take these extreme measures to get all this plastic surgery done. And they usually give them an out. They, they don't suggest it, but they're like, okay, here are your other options. They didn't even mention anything mm-hmm. about that. It was just negative side effect after, not even negative side effect, like very, very severe consequences, and yet still has that spark in his eyes, and he's like, I need, I need it. I need bigger lips. Yeah, so knowing that people want to get bigger lips, that's their personal business. That's their, you know, thing. I remember when I was younger, I wanted smaller lips, and I didn't like Trade my, you. you know, I didn't like my big lips, and I didn't that's understand. <laughs> and I never wore lipstick or anything. I still don't. And now the fact that people now want bigger lips, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, I feel better. I feel not better. I feel a little bit more better. But I still think that knowing the fact that people want something that you have is so so different, so weird to me. Well, in a way, you're kind of touching base on the fact that so we're so inundated and so many people are getting so much done. A lot of it are trends. Mm-hmm. So you're making, you have to really pay attention to the decisions you're making. Exactly. At least in the case of lip injections, not that I'm defending it. I mean, obviously, for medical reasons, I would never even go down that route again. It's so easy to think that it's not going to happen to you, Mm -hmm. especially if, in my case, I was going to a Beverly Hills doctor, very well-known, very reputable, and it still happens to you. And it's it's quick, right? It's like you're in and out really, really quickly. You're not really going into surgery. You're in and out, and then also, too, it's not permanent. Mm -hmm. So so, unlike some of the other things that people are constantly doing, you know it's only going to last six months to a year, so even if the fat goes out. But like I agree, I just... I only shared my experience because I swear you cannot go on Instagram without seeing all these social media influencers getting their lips pumped. And it's like, listen, more power to you if you want to get your lips pumped. But then there's these young girls that are very impressionable seeing that, oh, this girl I follow on Instagram and she does it and then she does it. Well, they're getting paid to post it. They're also getting paid to promote it. So I just think that there should be a disclaimer out there to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, especially to the younger girls at home. It's expensive. It's, like, not worth it, to be honest. And there's so many possible... Like, you can get extreme dry lip from it, too. Like, I swear to God, I don't go anywhere. Like, no joke. Oh, yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, I go through 50 of these a year. Like, a year. That's the best stuff, too. I love that. But I have, like, extreme dry lip from it, so... 
Well, ladies at home. Maybe it'll trend backwards. Like like you were saying, now mm-hmm. big lips are in trend. I'm like waiting for thin lips to come back in and like have my moment to shine. <laughs> thin lips. Well, I mean, thin lips are in. A, a lot of celebrities, especially if they're like actors and stuff, they can't get their lips filled. If they're filming roles from the 20s, nobody had big fake pump lips back then. Mm-hmm. So To each their own, honestly. I yeah. think it's just, it is what it is. And him, same thing. He has these big lips, and he, he kept on saying throughout the episode, I know they can be bigger. I see people all the time with big lips, and I want the biggest lips. And you just, he cannot medically, it's just not possible. So you have to, it's kind of the same way where you're born with what you have. Mm-hmm. And surgery, it's, they can enhance certain things, but you are born with what you have. They're not miracle workers. Yeah, yeah. And it actually really like at one point the doctor when he was expi- when he came in for his consultation he was saying I just want fillers the doctors were like, they're like we're we're botched doctors we do reconstructive surgery you don't need anything done and I thought that was really interesting because we always have a character like that that comes in that's out of the norm in the way where they just want something kind of a, a obscene. I feel like boots. he just honestly wanted a cameo on Botched. Yeah, yeah. probably. Now uh, that makes of, sense, the yeah. fact that you just said that. Now it makes a little sense because if you wanted to get bigger lips and you want fillers, you would go to a doctor that does fillers, not a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just wanted to be... There's always that one character we, I think we've seen it throughout yeah. the season who wants extreme or bigger, lip, uh, bigger boobs, in this, in this case, lips. So... He was still very entertaining. I'm very happy. We we need those characters. It definitely yeah. spice up the episode. Yeah, it does. Jonathan just wanted to be a fancy housewife on Botched. <laughs> so we're going to move on to Darlene, who is downward nipples girl. And actually what I love about Darlene is that she's a classic case of a woman who had kids. And unfortunately, some of the side effects of having children is weight gain, stretch skin, so it can range anywhere from like a tummy tuck to obviously needing a breast lift. So Darlene had surgery, and three to four months into her surgery, her implants started pointing out to the sides. The breasts were not only ripping, but the nipple was pointing further down south. So she is wanting to get her personal training degree, so obviously this is something that she wanted for herself to make herself feel better. What is your guys' thoughts? Like, before we get into the actual surgery, what is your guys' initial thoughts of Darlene? Yeah, well, what really struck me about her story in particular is, like, seeing, okay, she's obviously, her and her husband are very into physical fitness, and that's the world that she's living in, and you kind of go, okay, well, what does her, like, the shape of her breast have to do with physical fitness? But then when we saw her working out, and it was affecting her daily life, she was in pain. It wasn't just like, oh, I don't like the look of this. She's like, this is in pain, and it's, like, hindering my ability to do, A, what I like to do, but also, that's her livelihood, you know? She's trying to be a personal trainer, so I thought wow, this girl really, like, needs some help, um, you know, so that she can do her everyday life and, and spend yeah, time with it, her husband. I agree. Went beyond yeah. aesthetics when it came to yeah. her. She mm-hmm. she opened the episode saying, my boobs went down south. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. They were just drooping, and that was definitely an issue for her. But yeah. like you're saying, more importantly, not being able to... There's some she couldn't get the degree she needed her training certificate like she she really needed this surgery so yeah, yeah she I, was she was doing tricep dips and yeah. like stopped after two yeah. yeah I mean I totally agree with you too because when you are working out you forget certain muscles that move with the whole body like you you don't think that your boobs are gonna make a difference when you work out and everything yeah. and in her case it does and what surprises me that she breastfed with those boobs and I was a little like I was I was wondering I was, how she did that too I, exactly I was like conf- confused like wait that's possible or didn't I wonder if that actually made it worse and couldn't you also like I mean she didn't know with if her pain. breast had actually like erupted or something you could actually get 
I mean, I could be wrong, but couldn't you get, like, silicone poisoning just thinking logically? Right, if it popped. If there's something wrong, like, in mm-hmm. her breast. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we've seen those breast implants that are just, like, goo. And I was surprised when they opened her up. They, they Her implants were, were fine. I think the main issue was just that they were placed in the wrong way. It's above right. the muscle, yeah. Above the yeah, muscle, muscle yeah. which is a big no-no, as we've learned throughout this episode. Yeah. yeah, and especially for someone who's very physically fit and has developed muscles, like, especially right there. Mm-hmm. Even the doctor was saying, you know, it's difficult with, with uh, patients who have must like are really Thicker muscular. Muscles, yeah. mm-hmm. So during her call, during her consultation, she said that the doctor that she went to, she does not think was a plastic surgeon. Um, and then I believe it was Dr. Debro had asked her, does he also do injections and injectables? So once again, we're back into the trend of going to a real plastic surgeon versus someone that does yeah. plastic surgery. Like, do they actually are they certified in the procedure? I myself, as I've said before, would never go to anybody that doesn't specialize specifically in what I was looking to get done. So the complicate she had two different options. She could, um, so when the doctor had her come into the actual surgery, they had uh, her husband Marcel come in and decide on the two options. Number one was to do the it was like 50 cc smaller. When by just by putting it under the muscle, he already said that it was lifted. So he consulted with the husband to see if they should actually still do the lift, which would cause excessive scarring. And so I really want to know what you girls thought, like, about the husband coming in. Once again, I, I don't remember the, the name of the last time it happened, but the husband came in and made the decision, It was, it was the final insane. decision. It was definitely f- f- the most, like, for me personally, like, a jaw-dropping moment of the whole entire season. Yeah. We've seen, like I said earlier, like, goo implants. We've seen crazy noses. We've seen, last week, this guy with the scar who they put implants on his forehead. We've seen insane things, and... I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. I was just really shocked by that. Yeah. That he came in. She's she's under surgery. She's opened up. There's a guy holding a knife who's like about to do more surgery. And he just walks in and like, oh, like this. As if she was like a Barbie doll, honestly. Yeah. yeah. This, this t- t- particular thing bothered me yet again because he's not wearing scrubs. He's not in medical, you know, like they ask you to do when they go do when you're in a surgery room. It made me feel a little uncomfortable. But for me, I'm picky when it comes to my body. You're no one's not gonna tell me, or if you're my significant other, you're not gonna make that big decision whether if it should be lifted or not. You better enjoy what you got. <laughs> so, yeah. so for that, I it just it was just a little, little something just something different we've never seen. A little uncomfortable. Yeah, so you don't think you should have a, the, the husband shouldn't have had a say. No, she because the doctor. No, because. I'm not specifically talking about this couple in particular. Mm-hmm. Any couple that decides to have their significant other make this that decision, you never know what can happen in the future. What if they get a divorce? Yeah, very true. You but know? I think the I love how she's knocking on glass yeah. and not on wood. Yeah. I was like, they're getting divorced for sure. <laughs> Find someone. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm just saying, you never know what could happen. So that's why, it's, as a doctor, I thought it was very interesting that he made the husband come in and make that decision. So where's the line if it's a medical decision versus personal decision it is a personal matter but he is the one doing the surgery so I I would feel that he should be making all the decisions so that was very interesting because I thought that was very unusual well right and you'd think that like pre-surgery they would have had the consultations like he knew going in here are the options that you have like why wasn't that discussed with the patient I, I, I sort of agree with you I think it's her body she should be able to actually have the ultimate say so he knew that those were like the two options why didn't they discuss that beforehand that's a little to me is like Maybe that should have been talked about pre-surgery. And- Do you think it was a TV 
drama I, effect. I mean, it could have. It yeah, been because like, in the so in the actual consultation, if you remember, he actually outlined for her where the scarring would be. So he showed her nipple, and he said um, he also said they they were going to run the risk of the nipple actually dying. Mm-hmm. And she still said that she wanted the lift. Mm-hmm. And listen, like, to each their own, we don't know what it's like to be her, to have your breasts sagging for years, like, what, through three children, several years apart. So that was ultimately her decision. So I feel like they do it for, like, the sense of drama. Mm-hmm. Like, he ultimately knew, Dr. DeBro ultimately knew that she wanted the lift. She was even willing to risk a dead nipple. Like, he's like, it will fall off. And she's like, yeah, I want the scarring. I'm okay if it's going to be a dead nipple. I don't know. Maybe because she's been watching too much botched. She's like, <laughs> they just give you worst case, but then they get you best case. So I feel like she already had agreed. In terms of the scrubs, I feel like there's a technicality they go off of. Because if you notice, they make it a point like, to show that he's in another room. Mm-hmm. But I do agree. like, Because even when they're filming, you guys notice when they're like washing their hands and they have like that orange stuff. Like I wondered, I'm like, you're there with the cameras and you're like this close to him and he's cleaning his hands like... Is he going to wash it again? Is it just for, like, the video? And then he's going to actually mm-hmm. clean his hands again? So I feel like it's more for the video element. Now, I want to know... Okay, so we, I know your thoughts on what you thought about the husband making the decision. Which decision would you girls make? Would you get the excess scarring, or would you have just gone with the implant with no risks? Well, so that was a great question, because I thought, well, isn't there, like, laser surgery now that you can get rid of scarring post-surgery? So it sort of seems like if you get the aesthetic that you're looking for, the the lifted breast, then you can always go in after the fact. And I think you can, like, laser now scars, basically. It depends. Some scars are are extremely deep. There's nothing you can do. So you can definitely have it fade away, but she'll always have a Yeah, I mean, there's there's lasers and mederma and stuff like that, but those are, like, deep scars, and then if you're thinking from an aesthetic standpoint, like, for aesthetic reasons, she wants her nipples to be up higher, not mm-hmm. facing down. Yeah. So then you're going to take it being higher at the risk of literally having, like, scars around it. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, either way... So a lose-lose situation. It's lose-lose, and then I would go with what's the safer route. Like, I don't exactly. want my nipple falling off. Sure. Like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. I know, they kept repeating, dead nipple, dead what? nipples, and they're laughing about it, but it was it was more of like a nervous laugh. Yeah, like, what does yeah. a dead nipple mean? Does that just mean you have no nipple, or is it a, what happens? If I don't know, he bed? said it's going to fall off. Like, I have no idea what that meant. I really would love to, like, look that up after I leave here. He's like, it's yes. going to fall off. That sounds Eek. good. Yeah. Please leave comments with yeah. the hashtag dead nipple. Let us know more. Let us know. I've seen a dead nipple. I'm the nipple. type of person where, like, I if I'm going to the professional, I want their opinion because they're the professional. They know what they're doing. And with these doctors, they're giving her options. If they're giving me options, I'm going to be like, what's the best option? I don't care. I just want to get this fixed. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, no one's not going to, I mean, hopefully no one else sees your nipples besides your husband or your significant other. Well, as we saw, she had incredible results. I mean, yes. the before and after on this, we've seen a lot of before and afters on the breasts, but they looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not going to see the scarring or how much scarring that she got. I will say, though, um, I, I really did like the husband this time. Sometimes I think the husbands <laughs> are a little bit iffy. I liked him. I feel like he was very supportive of her. I felt like he would have right. been happy either way. Um, and the fact that he took her class was super cute. So what did you guys yeah. think of the results? Oh, gosh. The husband was hilarious. So right when he walked in, he totally thought Dr. Nassif had muscle. and Well, he does. I'm sure he has muscle. But, making, you know, trying to make a good impression, but also type of good relationship right there before they go in. And I feel like that he's the type of husband who's just so supportive. 
And I like that these are like workout too, yeah. couples. Yeah. Like, these guys are workout couples, and their children are adorable, too. Mm-hmm. He kept kids. calling them the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> the Bulk, the Incredible Bulk. Oh, the yeah. Incredible Bulk. <laughs> but it's true, you're saying that there's always, there's sometimes we've seen uh, spouses that are overbearing and just just give off bad vibes and he he was very sweet and again I like the idea of him he walked in and he's cracking jokes but he wants to create this good bond so it's they have this good relationship with the doctors but he also knows like hey I'm a big guy so do not mess my <laughs> wife up any more than she already is so we can all agree we like Marcel yes, yes. and I think even like when it came comes to him making decisions for his wife I think he everything he's doing is totally out of love. He seems really in sync with her, and like he knows what she would really want. Yeah. So I I don't even though personally I would never want somebody making a decision about my body. I feel like with him they, I've obviously talked about options and stuff. And I also feel like it's less about. And I completely agree with you. They could get divorced tomorrow, and women are constantly doing stuff for their men, and then relationships don't work out, or their marriages get divorced, and they're like. Why did I do that? So, but in this case, I feel like he knew her the best. Oh yeah. So yeah. I feel like maybe he gave. The best decision, but like I said, we already knew she wanted. She was willing to take any repercussions to get the lift. So obviously, we knew that's what she wanted. Now we're gonna go into Belinda with the witch nose. Oh, Belinda, her oh nose! God. Oh my God, the points on it. I felt so bad for her. So basically, the story with Belinda is that she had her first rhinoplasty at 25. She said she was bullied when she was younger for her nose, and as we know, what happens to you when you're younger unfortunately affects you and causes insecurities as you get older. She's gone over 18 years without a revision. She went to 50 different consultations for revision, and every doctor, until the incredible Dr. Nassif, uh-huh. said no. So what do you girls think about Belinda? I thought at first, um, I felt really bad for her, the I fact know. that she had to deal with that for 18 years. But when they examined her, I thought that the that it made sense why 50 doctors didn't, necessarily take her because the way it was moved and everything and he was like this is going to be a tough one but he can he knows he can do it yeah so this was really really cool yeah it was really it it was really sad again like you were saying because as she's telling her story she says quote i I researched the creme of the crop like she really really did her research and she Mm -hmm. She was wanted to do the research and make sure that she had the best, and it was so sad it didn't work out for her. But yeah, yeah. like how do you keep hope? I felt I so felt for her as well, but and, and I just thought, how do you keep up hope after eighteen years of like this must have been such an emotional journey for her because. 50 different doctors telling you, like, there's no way, honey. I think after doctor, like, three, I would have been like, well, I'm stuck with this nose. And she, I mean, it must, you can clearly tell it was so important to her. And I can understand why, because honestly, that that nose was mm-hmm. a situation. And I mean, to go, literally, she said 25 years, she got bullied. To finally think at 25, okay, I'm at the perfect age to get my nose fixed. And then she has a rhinoplasty that goes wrong. She ends up getting two pointy pieces of cartilage. And then her nose ends up collapsing in. So she goes another 18 years after that with an even worse nose. And, you know, she talks about how people are looking at her. And, you know, like how I just, when she was talking about it, I just felt for her. Because I can only imagine, like, especially when she she was talking about younger kids. Like, younger kids, I mean, it sucks. They should know better. But they really don't sometimes. Yeah. And they think it's okay to, like, laugh about things. So I can't imagine, like, what that did to, like, her self-esteem. But she was... You know, such an incredible woman, and, you know, we saw that they actually ended up taking out, um, which I wanted to ask you girls what you thought about this. They ended up taking, they tried to get a piece of her rib out 
to add it to like the center of her nose to give her like a higher nose so not only she could breathe but didn't have a point mm-hmm. and she happened to forget to mention that she had broken ribs yeah well, I wondered, like, did they explain to her, because they didn't really explain to us that they were going to be taking a piece of her rib. It was sort of, I, I either just missed that part or I was kind of unclear. It's mentioned in, like, the cartoon uh, animated, but like, I don't really, really remember quickly. them. Yeah. I don't remember a scene yeah, of I'm them saying that to her. Yeah, so, I mean, she might have just not really understood the scope of the surgery. Yeah. Um, and which, which it sounds like, by the way, with 50 other doctors, I mean, they might not have even ever considered going in that, that heavily to take a piece of her nose or a piece, excuse me, a piece of her rib, rather, to fix her nose, um, which was, which was, I think in terms of, like, crazy. forgetting, you can crack a rib, or like, fairly easy and not have to have surgery, so, I mean, it's possible that you could have, like, injured a rib and just sort of forgotten about he it. He kind of said, oh, I took out a piece of your rib, and I realized after the fact, um, he said it was too much calcium on it, mm-hmm. and so that he wasn't able to use it, like, he said it so casually, like, I just took out a piece of your breast, I mean, sorry, your rib cage, and I couldn't use it, um... We've also seen in the past, I think it was like two episodes ago, he used a piece of the girl's ear. Cartilage. Yeah. yeah. But I think in her case, she needed something like stiffer because exactly. there's a big difference between cartilage and a piece of your mm-hmm. rib. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I, could ag- I agree with her. Like, she probably did forget. She obviously didn't have surgery on her rib, so she probably just broke and didn't think of it. But as well, when you're writing everything down on the piece of paper that the doctor provides you, did you have this, did you have that? I wonder if the pe- so people said, like, did you have any ribs or broken or anything like that? And she probably just said no, because if you have a bruised, maybe it was a bruised ribbed and didn't think that it could affect not using her nose. She yeah. said broken rib, though. She specifically oh, said broken. broken. Right. And then also, too, they do ask you, like, yeah. on surgical paperwork, have you had any previous? But I do agree that at least maybe they didn't show us. And they might have asked her in detail, but mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like, I don't know where he's like, I try to get to a rib. I'm like, wait, why is he getting to a rib? Yeah, same, same, same. Right. Which is the other thing, too, that we haven't really talked about with her is, like, for all the bullying that she was going through, did you guys notice that when she was speaking, you could almost hear it in the way she was speaking, that her, her speech was affected by her, like, even by her nose mm-hmm. and her breathing. So, like, beyond just being bullied and it being miserable, which I'm sure it was, there was also, like, you know, she couldn't breathe right. She was physically impaired. Yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. I think it's, it just, it, it was definitely a great evolution. So finally when she came out of the surgery, were you guys kind of shocked at what her nose looked like? Was it what you expected? It's still, I mean, I think it's a little bit swollen. As we've seen in the other episodes, mm-hmm. they say you have to give it at least a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I know yeah. other people that, you know, have had surgeries, especially with cartilage. It takes a while for the bruising to go down. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, anything looked better than what she had yeah. what oh yeah she had before mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i actually thought if one person just accidentally elbowed her the oh, wrong yeah. way her nose would just pop well they were saying if that there was one piece that was just <sighs> pushing out so much that it would end up on popping out and when they were doing the surgery they got rid of that piece that, that was yeah very i'm proud of myself i don't know about you guys and i don't know about you guys at home or i'm able throughout the season to like watch more i used to be like oh ooh, and actually you miss out on a lot it's very nasty but it's yeah. it's worth it's twisted yeah. i can watch a lot more but i know in the episode coming up or one of the two episodes coming up i saw something splatter and i was like oh <laughs> You got a little blood there on the yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that the doctor's like, oh, it's bleeding. I'm squeamish. I'm like, you should be okay with all the blood that's happening. Like, all the blood from everywhere. So we can all agree that we're um, very happy with Belinda's situation. God bless you, Belinda. Yes. I can't imagine what it's like to spend that long with 
Like, it's directly on your face. It's not even like, you know, like, I hate the way my fingers look, and I hate my toes, and I always joke around about it, but I really don't like it. I'm just kidding. I love all of myself. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's, like, directly on your face. So the fact that she's gone so long and says that people would look at her, I just think she looks incredible. I think her nose looked great. I just thought the ending, like, her reveal, the guy was kind of, like, not a good actor. To be honest, all of those, he's her husband, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. That's, it's just, maybe he's camera he's shy. Yeah. yeah, he's seen her before. It's not the first they time he's seen her. her. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that was that was it. But honestly, I this woman's will, 50, she did not take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's, you know, say what you may about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. No matter what, don't, do never take no for an answer. She, she got to 51 and the 51 was a yes. I think that's pretty darn cool, so. Yeah. Maybe Jonathan will find his 51st doctor oh, to God. pump no, up his lips. No. Sometimes it's good to be like, no. <laughs> and I mean, they did an incredible job on her nose. If that's Looks just, great. they said, I think it was, they always show like eight weeks or four weeks after. In a year, the swelling's going to go down so much. And I mean, yeah. I honestly thought it looked great even as is, but it's going to go down more. And speaking of successful nose jogs, mm-hmm. so today we're not going to do a botched or not botched segment. What we're doing is called a botched update. And basically we're going to go back to Season 2, Episode 9 with Tanya, who also happens to be on the Second Wives Club on E. Mm -hmm. So she's actually on a TV show on E as well. And Anissa's going to go through and let us know and go through the whole details of her procedure that she did with the doctors Mm -hmm. and where she is now. Okay, hey everybody. Um, This is Botch Update, just like Lena said. So, Tanya, she had a rhinoplasty... 30 at 33 she did this but seven years prior she had an ex-boyfriend who convinced her to do this oh god and pretty much her ex-boyfriend criticized her nose and was left with an oversized nostril um that's horrible like feel bad for her um so this is her before and after photos that we are gonna show you guys up at the tron and the fact that she was able to do this in season two. She looks totally amazing. The update with her now, she, like you said, she's on Second Housewives Club. She is pregnant currently. She's married. She's gorgeous. Let's go to the second photo. So this photo, um, it just shows the way her nose looks, and I think that it looks great. It's been over, what, two two years? A year? since she had that and now you could tell that it went swelling the swelling went down so this is exactly what the nose should look like after a year of getting it done for season two did i mention her boobs those are pretty darn big (laughs) push up bro (laughs) well she's also she's she's also pregnant she's pregnant here i think from what i remember because i've seen her instagram before this is actually her maternity shoot which she looks amazing yeah and then we have a second photo as well so that's gorgeous yeah Yeah, she looks great so, and then another, we have... Another botch success. And a, Yeah, very successful. So, what do you guys think? What do you ladies think? I think it's awesome, and I'm glad that we're seeing... Um, I know it's not, like, super close up, but... Right. I'm glad that we're seeing her now. Like, I think it's longer than two years, probably. It probably yeah. filmed two years ago. But three years later, how much the swelling's gone down. So, I can't even imagine, like, how much Belinda's swelling's gonna go down. Like, her nose is gonna look awesome after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that she's now happily married, having a baby, is on a... Same E, e uh, keeping it in the keeping family, it, keeping it an E, keeping it entertainment <laughs> with the baby and being on Second Housewives. Yeah, club. that's good. That's yeah. awesome that she's again. I don't think it's we've talked about this in previous episodes. 
about overbearing uh, boyfriends and having someone that you love convince you to alter your face. Yeah. Not someone you should be with. So yeah. good for her. Yeah, yeah good for her. Sure Very with us. Yeah. yeah. I'll fun. be honest. I thought she was, you know, beautiful before and after, but I think she's, yeah. as long as she's happy and confident now in her own body, which it sure seems like she is. Yeah, and then she was Miss India 2011. Ooh. Well, Tanya, we're very happy for you, and congratulations on the husband, the pregnancy. That's a lot to happen in two years, by the yeah, way. Right. She just was like, I got the nose job, I'm getting the husband, I'm getting the baby. So and now she got a show. And then now she's on a show, uh, Second Wife's Club, which is, like we said, also on E! So... Now, what do you guys think of coming up? So we saw the teasers. There's like the duct tape breasts, and then there's apparently Dr. Nassif's future ex-wife. Oh yeah, she. I think she wishes maybe. <laughs> what was with the? There was some some ripples happening, and was that, I think it was a man. His chest. Was yeah, 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 I can't yeah. wait to see. Whew, very Not excited. I've I've seen like on Instagram the the duct tape tip where people duct tape their boobs just to make crazy push-ups, but. It seems like she does. People do that? Yes. Google it. Kim Kardashian does it. It goes to Google. How to duct tape my boobs. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, it's to have to do it on the regular. That's crazy. All that montage, I can't even think now because there was just so many jaw-dropping moments one after the other. And I think we have a lot of very exciting episodes coming ahead. I'm really excited. Yeah, so am I. I'm really excited because uh, with this upcoming episode... Uh, that they're going to be airing soon is Angelina. She was on um, back then. She was a reality. When reality started coming out, she was on uh, Rock of Love with. I was like, who isn't on a reality show these days? (laughs) Yeah. So when reality shows started uh, coming up, she was on Rock of Love with the. What's up? The lead singer from Poison. Yeah. Brett. So, Brett, Brett Michaels. Yeah. So, she was a wild one on the show. So, we'll see how wild she gets on Yeah. It was so, funny to watch you gals. Everybody, I think, when the preview was coming up, everybody was like, oh, a lot of, <laughs> lot of squirting. So and, many emotions on this show. Yes. Like, no, yes. Oh, God. So, as you can see, we're super excited about what's coming up next week. Make sure to stay tuned. It is season four, episode eight. And before we wrap up, I'm going to have all the girls that you know where you can find them on social media thank you ashley for joining us yeah, today thank you Hopefully so much we'll have her back soon me. it was a blast i hope to be back you can find me online at ashley on camera pretty much on all the social sites that are out there awesome you can find me on instagram at bonjour juliette and you can find me at anything that's the internet at anisa bar with three r's at the end <laughs> and i'm your host lena nori you can find me on instagram at lena nori and twitter at lena nori underscore thank you guys so much once again for tuning in we appreciate you spending your sunday with us We love you, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.